Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 361 for Tuesday, the uh, 19th. 19th. Of August 2014. 2014. I am Sasha Dermatis. Robbie Ferguson. Dermatis. Hey, everybody. Have people been mispronouncing your name? It is true. They have. It's been happening? Well, maybe since we've discussed my blog, which is SashaDermatis.com. Right. Um, Yeah, Dermatis. It sounds like a skin disease disorder. That's what they say. I'm working on getting it changed. We'll see. Is he watching? <laughs> ah! Trouble hey, tonight. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, that's my cue to move right <laughs> along. Uh, tonight, we got some fun stuff we're going to be doing on the Linux terminal. Terminal. Ter- we, <laughs> we are literally going to be having fun yes. with the Linux terminal. We're going to be playing around with ASCII animation. Woo! We're going to be checking out what we can do to turn this face and this face into high ASCII artwork. So nice. it's going to be a little bit fun. Speaking of this face, if it gets sweaty and red and flushed, it's because I'm wearing a new super fabulous Category 5 hoodie. But underneath it is an also equally fabulous Adzerk t-shirt. <laughs> so she's suddenly in all these layers because the shirt arrived. So yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'll okay, just throw this put on. that on too. Yeah, there are so like... now she's got four sweaters on. Yeah, I feel like I am... So 400 yeah. degrees in here too. I'm, suddenly, so. I'm at the Scandinavian spa right now in the sauna fully clothed. <laughs> That's what's happening right That's now. It. <laughs> now you know the rest of the story, folks. And I'm not wearing my glasses because I didn't want to clean them. The end. This is quite the start. <laughs> What's coming up? Oh, yes. Tell us. Coming up in the newsroom, <laughs> the rest of the show, mm. 4.5 million U.S. patients have had their personal information stole by hack- stolen by hackers. A website-based health data aggregation service detected the Ebola outbreak more than a week before the World Health Organization announced it, which is incredible. A potentially genius mom has created an app that every parent should install on their teen's phones. And find your favorite coffee. Currently, my favorite coffee is here. These stories are coming up later in the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Starring Sasha Dermatis. Hillary Rumble. Krista Wells. Eric Kidd. And your host, Robbie Ferguson. Introducing Belltone First, a revolutionary new hearing aid. So small you can hardly see it. So comfortable you can hardly feel it. For the first time ever, you can control hearing aids directly from your iPhone. Pick up the phone, listen to music, and use your hearing aids like wireless headphones. Hear everything that matters. Try Belltone First. For a free trial, call 1-800-BELLTONE now. This is Category 5 TV. Dark. Hey, everybody. Oh, we're talking just there. 
<laughs> you caught the tail end of it. Everybody in the chat room was goofing around and having a good time. Thank you for joining us. We are going to have some fun tonight. We are already having fun tonight. Yes. Yes. All so, right, folks. Get cat- ready. Here we go. Category5.tv <laughs> is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Cat5.tv slash TPN and the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Cat5.tv slash IAIB. I finally did it. You finally did My it. My hand was forced. What have you done? What forced your hand? Okay, well, what have I done? It's some kind of Samsung smartphone. Yay! Okay. Awesome. Yes. Android ice cream sandwich. I took a bite and it didn't taste like ice cream. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I finally I finally up and got a cell phone. But Did it, you and people, download the mobile app? I haven't yet because I haven't got it activated yet. I'm going to tell you Robbie a little Ferguson. story. I know. I'm, this, is, this is really kind of cool, though. Okay, I'll tell you. Your second question was why, like what pushed me to, oh, yes, to that, go yes. over the edge. And people find it funny that this tech guru or tech geek or nerd doesn't carry a cell phone with him. But when I had my business, I was always connected. And I, I felt like I could never get away from it. Mm-hmm. So when I closed down my business just a little over five years ago, it was so freeing to just put away the cell phone and never use a cell phone anymore. And I'm not so... My personal feeling is that I'm not so important that I need to be 24-7 accessible. If you want to call me, you can call me. Nobody is. Well, I think brain surgeons and politicians are about... Those are the ones that I can understand. I feel like a brain surgeon or a politician can have somebody else wake them up and screen their calls. I put my phone to sleep. (laughs) That's our tax dollars, how to work. I literally put my phone to sleep. Excuse me, sir. You're going to have to awaken for someone is on the line for you. Exactly. That's perfect. Thanks, James. Listen. Sure. I have a smartphone that keeps me like uber connected to everything always, which Uh is insane. I actually uninstalled the Facebook app and now just use Facebook through password box. Okay. Yes. So I only yeah, that's exactly why you can never get a hold of me. <laughs> now I have to actually go on to password box, go to Facebook through that onto the browser. Okay. And then that's check cool. my messages. I I like to remove myself from the ultra connected. I also have set my phone settings so that nothing will awake me between 11 and 7. 11 that's p.m., cool. 7 a.m., nothing happens is that on my phone. a setting in it's, Android ice cream sandwich? It is. I can't wait to get into you this. You can do this. And then your phone, no matter what. Now, you can set it with exclusions. I haven't. So really, nobody can get a hold of me. Why is she not answering? <laughs> nobody is on my excluded list. Nobody will be getting a hold of me between 11 and 7 ever. <laughs> I'll be sleeping. I want to get over to androidbuffet.com and start listening to the podcast over there hear a little bit more about you know how these things are different from i'm used to the ios device because of my ipod touch ipod touch allowed me to be connected by email without being bothered by cell phone Mm -hmm. because i'm either at work in the studio or at home those are the kind of the three places that you're going to find me if i'm at the park with my kids i'm sorry and i don't mean to cause offense to those who do it but maybe and maybe i do but when I'm at the park watching my kids play on the park, I do not need to be taking calls. Right. I'm not that important. Right. I don't have brain surgery going on, and I don't have a war to fight. Right. Right? I would so, like to just like footnote that, that okay. there are some people that do um, use their phones with their kids on, at the park, and those people may possibly be people who work from home 
and they're allowing their children to play instead of being stuck at home yeah, in a in a room with no other fun except for a TV. Right? They could be mm-hmm. answering emails. I guess. I'm just I'm just seeing both sides. That's both sides of the story, I guess. Yeah, but and I can I'll I, do that. Yes, I definitely think that you've made the right choice because you don't need to be connected while you're watching your children play at the park. That's correct. What pushed me to it is that we've got Category 5 Studio D that's opening up and Froggy.ca, Anthony from over there at Froggy.ca was over at the studio. If you've been following along the videos you've been seeing, uh, what's been going on over there? He's installed the new security system for us. How long did that take you? Oh, Sasha. Ravi, I get I, I got a message I on my, under my eyes? I work at I work at Look a at restaurant slash bar that closes in the middle of the night, and I did get a message in the middle of the night. However, my phone didn't Sasha, tell me. Sasha, please bring us food. Yeah, my phone didn't tell me because it was between the hours of eleven and seven. I was being blocked. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't get your message till the morning. <laughs> well, because of this alarm system, we to, to answer your question, you're going to have to watch the videos. Episode well, day uh, day what day was that, folks? I don't know. Go on to cat5.tv slash studio day 13. I remember that because it was our lucky day. We uh, we got a lot done. So check it out. Day 13 at cat5.tv slash studio. So froggy.ca has got the alarm system in, but they have to be able to call me 24-7. Okay, it makes sense that the alarm company be the only people that can call me 24-7. Right. So it's necessary for the show because of the alarm system that we have to have a smartphone. Is a that phone. what you a tell? Phone. Is that what you tell yourself? Yeah. Well, with we have to cream, be accessible with your ice cream sandwich phone. Well, see, and that's where. Okay, so you could say, <laughs> well, you could have just got a flip phone, right? So what I did is I did a lot of research with the help of the chat room, GWG, Jot, few others that were participating in the conversation through the week, and we started looking at refurbished, um, unlocked cell phones. So we were able to find this for ninety dollars, and you could buy it outright, refurb. Right? Oh, nice. And it's that sweet because I compared to the deals that you can get with the, like Wind Mobile, for example, you pay 35 bucks a month and you get the phone and it's a basic phone. It's not as good as this. And you're, you're kind of stuck for two years paying for that phone mm-hmm. at 35 bucks a month. So did the math, figured it out. 90 bucks. Right. Right. Plus our Ontario tax, which is unfortunate, but 90 bucks. And then of all places, you, you head over to the gas station and they sell you a SIM card. At the gas station? At the gas station for 10 bucks. Then, for $25, you buy your pay-as-you-go. Right. Because I don't need it for much, right? I just need to be accessible. 25 bucks, and it's for four months of service. $6 and change per month to use use that. So now I feel like I'm being ripped off. (laughs) Well, but you've got data. See, I don't need data on this. I have six gigs of data. I don't have any. Oh, I have okay. zero. This is literally through the SIM, through the phone service for six bucks a month and change. It's just a phone. But, right. and this is why I didn't go with a flip phone, but I went with uh, a smartphone because even though I don't have data, it has Wi Fi. Oh. Everywhere that I ever am, if I need Wi Fi, it has Wi Fi. If I'm at the cottage, I don't need Wi Fi. I don't need to be emailing from the cottage. If right. I'm at work, I've got Wi-Fi. If I'm at home, I've got Wi-Fi. There's, wi- the studio, there's free wi-fi. wi-Fi. There's free Wi-Fi at my work. Chicken if you need to come in for chicken and wings wi-fi. and Wi-Fi, yes. So you can see my thinking, right? Makes I, sense. I do like 90 it. Ninety bucks down plus the ten dollars sim, mm-hmm. and twenty-five bucks every four months. 
once this is activated, you have Wi-Fi here, right? Yes. You could maybe show everybody how to download the mobile app. Oh, yeah. Ah. Definitely. Ah. Definitely. And that's m.cat5.tv if you want to check it out. I'm going to see if I can find... There you go. little QR code that you can scan with your mobile device. That'll take you over there. m.cat5.tv. Add it to your home screen, and that will give you an app-like architecture to the, uh, to the mobile website. It's pretty cool. Gives you the ability to watch the show, listen live, watch live, watch on demand. Wherever there's free Wi-Fi. Yeah, absolutely. And for those who don't have Wi-Fi and you want to use your plan, but you don't want to rack up a lot of bandwidth usage, mm-hmm. you can actually listen to on-demand episodes. So that means there's no video streaming. It's much, much, much smaller as far as the bandwidth usage. So you can ah. just plug in a pair of headphones and listen to the show. And then if something catches your ear as, oh, I've got to see that, then you can tune in by video when you get home or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, that's fabulous, yeah. especially if you're like at the gym or something working out. Yeah, if you're at the gym. If you're listening to this at the gym right now, come on, push, man, push. You can come on, do you, it. You can do it. Four more. Yes. Three more. Let's okay. do this. <laughs> Strength. Can you tell I feel really guilty about not being at the gym for the past, like, two months? It we're, comes we're into, like, gym. comes into regular conversation now. It makes me wonder, now that I'm going to have the studio out of the house when we get Studio D and all moved in, am I going to have a place to set up the workout equipment? Nope. Because that's always been a problem, right? <laughs> That's my problem. It's I don't have the space. space for it because of Studio C. That's oh, my excuse. Robbie can justify everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so All right. with this, is, you know, it's a minor expense, t- technically. I mean, there's the, the yeah, upfront yes. is a little bit more than I, than I would like, but the month-to-month, 25 bucks every four months is brilliant. Um, your contributions help us to do things like this. It's necessary. Um, and, and I hope that I've explained well enough why I decided to go the route that I did. It's really going to be cheap in the big picture, the grand scheme of things, month to month. The alarm company has to be able to reach me if somebody breaks in. Mm-hmm. That's why that's important to us. Exactly. Especially when we have something fabulous in the new Studio D, like our brand new camera. Hmm. That your contributions would also help to that purchase. Would be, that would be amazing. Yes. Oh, incredible. Tell me more about that camera. Imagine this face in 4K <laughs> Ultra HD. Yeah, I just got a new fabulous TV. Did you? Yes. What's it like? It's 60 it's inches. It's 60 inches? 60, yeah, 60 inches. Yeah. It's a smart TV, so I can okay. watch. I watch a lot of TED Talks. I can just yeah. watch my TED Talks. Do that on there. Right yeah. there. Category smart. 5 is up Could there, Could watch too. Category yeah. 5, yes, up there. If you're lost, install the YouTube uh, channel and you'll be good to go. Yes, mm-hmm. it's good. And um, it's 3D, and I would well love. Done. I Not would category five. I, Whoa! I would love to watch category five on my new TV if we had that brand new camera, right? Because oh, yeah. everything would be so amazingly be so perfect clear, and so clear. crisp. Right? I would have Wide groups angles. of people over with popcorn. Imagine us being able watch. to walk around. Like, look at how this works, folks. Okay, I'm going to walk around now. That's, that's that's literally it. all I can do. That's it. That is all. That's it. But Stu- later Studio we D can much actually bigger. like play double dutch or something. We'll yeah. have enough space. That's exactly what we're gonna do. <laughs> Just for you, for all of those who contributed to get the new camera, we'll when, play double okay, dutch. Okay, you know what? When we get the new camera, let's start f- crowdfunding or something now. Yeah. When we get the new camera, I promise you, I will show you. I will unleash my double dutch skills. Upon awesome. The world. Well, that's. You know what? If. Ten thousand dollars suddenly comes in. We're gonna 
really roll our eyes and try to rethink this whole thing and figure out why did that work. <laughs> Me and my amazing double dutch. <laughs> Oh, well, wow. So okay. Thank so, you. what else thank is happening you, in the show? I, thank you to those who have contributed. We need your contributions right now more than ever. Uh, expenses, you know, month to month are going up, and that's because we're moving out of the the house. Mm-hmm. It has to happen. We're at that point with the show. Season eight is starting very, very soon, and we love this show. We're passionate about what we do here, and we're passionate about our community, our viewers, and uh, and we love putting this on for you. Um, and your contributions are going to get us over there mm-hmm. so that we can do this only better. So, Thanks, everybody. Cap5.tv slash studio to find out more. Should we say just a quick shout out to some viewers all around the world? We have some newly registered viewers. Hey, yeah. JBOD18. JBOD. And License to Chill. License to Chill. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey. License to Chill has been uh, helping me out, giving me some advice little tips and tricks about uh, what we should do with those ceiling tiles. Oh. If you've been watching some of the videos, backstage pass for the uh, Studio D project, uh, you'll know that I've had to take down all the ceiling tiles. i got to do something with them because, you know, some of them are damaged. Some of them don't look too nice. Uh, and uh, chill. Uh, license to chill. Cheers. <laughs> for all of your (laughs) advice and help. Check out our viewer location map, map map.cat5.tv. There are people watching in Baltimore and, of course, San Francisco. We love you over there. Uh, We've got Hong Kong and the surrounding areas. Oh, yeah. Kiev. Kiev, is that what that is? I believe so. Rochester. Eau Claire, yeah. Eau Claire de la Lune, Cleveland. Pittsburgh. We have a lot of viewership in uh, in the United States. So you find that a lot of times when we're watching the live viewer map, it is down there, New York, and all around uh, all around the coast, especially Columbus, uh, Columbus and and uh, Butler, Thousand Oaks. That's neat. Somebody counted those. You can head on over to cat5.tv slash or par- map.cat5.tv pardon me and at map.cat5.tv you'll see a version of the map that is not moving around all on its own you'll be able to zoom zoom in on your area see how many people from your town are watching category 5 tv and do encourage people to uh, to tune in category 5.tv and they'll show up there as well and then you can find out if they already have purchased a hoodie you can be yeah. part of the clan part of the clan <laughs> all right well i want to have some fun in the terminal today when I said Me that, too. Sasha went, what? I also want to have fun in the terminal. Yes, of course right? you do. <laughs> yes. Okay, so. The the Linux terminal, a lot of people, you know, we think that it's a scary place. It's a little bit, uh, it's a black box in a way uh, with regards to our computer. Think of the DOS prompt in Windows. Well, we don't typically use it, but in Linux, sometimes you may want to use it, or sometimes you're encouraged to use it for certain tasks. It scares me quite a bit, but let's see if this can well, there it is. ease my fears. What's so scary about that? Um, everything. Window. Oh, yeah? Yeah, go ahead. All right, let's, let's, let's see. Let's see if we can... So today, we're just taking away all the mystery. We're looking under the hood of Linux and finding out if there is anything fun that we can do in the terminal. Going at it old school style, folks. So bring up your Linux terminal. Let's have some fun. First of all, I love nostalgic gaming. I love going back to the early days of GW Basic and QBasic and some of the things that we used to do back then. You back know what in I'm the talking day, about. Right? I have no clue. You know what I'm talking about. I do not know. How many people I... sat there with their book and typed in the the lines, all the syntax for nibbles? What? Anybody? Not me. I did play Montezuma. Chat room? Montezuma? 
Yeah, See? it was on Atari. All right, well, that's a little Is different. Is that the same? No, not at all no. the same. No, I'm talking early days computing where you had to sit with a book that had the printed code because we didn't have floppy disks even. So you had to sit there, you fire up the computer, and you would type in line by line everything that makes this game work. And then finally you would be done and you would type in run. And of course, what would it say? Syntax error line 105. So then you got to go back to line 105 in your book, see what you typed wrong, go back to line 105 on your screen, fix it, type run again, and then it'll finally run. Don't turn it off. Don't have a power outage because then you've lost all the typing. You've got to retype it next time you want to play the game. Oh. Right? You guys remember. This is while I was honing my double Dutch skills. This Nibble, is what Nibbles was, was a little bit newer than that, but uh, there were some old school games that we had to do that. You know, that was the way that we did it before cassette tapes came along because we used to be able to record our data to cassette tapes. Wow. You remember. So. You remember. But you're just a kid. I am. Yes. <laughs> so the, what I want to do, Circa I want to take you. 1981. I want to take you to the, to the nostalgia of those days late 70s early 80s and take a look at uh, emacs which does a great job of giving us some of that okay back so we're going to type sudo apt get install emacs just like that enter your password there it goes and we're going to say yeah give me emacs i want some nostalgic gaming folks bring it on apt get is a linux terminal program on Debian-based operating systems. You might be on a Fedora-based operating system that maybe uses Yum or something different. We use a Debian-based operating system. So do you. I do, too. Incidentally. And feel free to stop me if anything doesn't make any sense. But Debian is is a flavor of Linux. It's a type of Linux. It's a a brand of Linux, if you will. Okay. And based on that, Fedora is another one. Yeah. Okay. And then based on that are things like Ubuntu, Linux Mint, Zorin okay. OS, Point Linux. All these things are okay. based on. So yeah. it's like there's a tree trunk and it's like a branch and then there's limbs yeah, off exactly. that branch. Exactly. Gotcha. Uh, what's Agamotto saying in the chat room there? I don't know. Cassette drives. What else? Chuckles. <laughs> Emacs. Why not WordPerfect 2.0? Is that the one? That's the one we're looking for. <laughs> Agamotto, don't get ahead of yourself. We'll get there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're just having fun here, my friend. Okay, so now that it's installed, all I have to do is type Emacs. There you go. Emacs is now up and running. Check this out, all old school style. This is where things get really complicated. They don't look fun yet. I have to hit, I have to hold the escape key and then press X at the same time. Okay. Okay. So, and that's a weird key combination, eh? Because you're used to Control X. So, Escape X, and do it at again. I had to do it twice. Now, you see what happened is down at the bottom it says M dash X. Okay. Okay. So that means it's waiting for me to give it a command. What do I want to do? Now there are a couple of different games that we can actually run. Okay, taking us way back old school style. I'm going to name them for you. We got Five by Five, Black Box, Done It, uh, Gomoku, Hanoi. Landmark, Mpuz, Pong. Pong, I know. Yeah, Snake, Solitaire, <laughs> Solitaire. Tetris, yes. and Doctor, a.k.a. like a Dr. Spazo knockoff. Um, so what do you want to try? Snake is like Nibbles. 
Okay. Want to try that? Okay. Okay. So let's sit over here. So now that I've got that command, I can type in snake and hit enter. And lo and behold, I am... Oh. oh. I'm instantly in a game of snake. What's the point to snake? Snake is you try to get these Oh, you're trying to eat dots. the red dots. You eat the red dots. And as every time you do, you get longer until finally oh. you're so long you that can't. it's next to impossible. Ah. Oh, and then no. failed to access scorch file, no such file or directory. I crashed it. Wow. So that's snakes. That's That's old school style, right? Back at Emacs. So I've closed that. I've reopened. That's actually kind of fabulous. It's really fun. I feel like that's one of those games that I wouldn't be able to tear myself away from. It's like what Tron is based on. What's Tron? Tron, the light cycles game where... (sighs) I'm so sorry. Whole world. Get GL Tron. Install it. Love it. It's, It's been made into several movies. It's kind of a big deal. It's <laughs> okay. What other options do we have here, Sasha? Do you remember? Pong, pong, pong. Let's do okay, pong. so I'm going to hold in I know. Escape X, and I have to do it again. Escape X, pong. Yes, P-O-N-G. pong. There we go. Whoa! This one I know. You're immediately in okay. pong. So is this? Whoa! What whoa, did I do? Whoa, whoa, oh! I hit. I hit Q. This while buffer I was, is I was, for notes yeah. you don't want to save. I was okay. frantically trying to figure out how to how to control the left player. I know how to control the right player. Okay, let's try that again. Escape X, Pong. There it goes. Okay, Uh-oh. so I'm the right player. Who's the left player? I don't know. Computer? No, because it's not moving, so I think it's you, but I don't oh. know how to control it. It's not going to be your keyboard. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's looking at her keyboard what? on a different computer altogether, trying to figure out what keys it could possibly be. <laughs> Not technologically savvy, this girl. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I'm the that's co-host that asks the simple questions. I love questions. that you took your papers off the keyboard and you're looking for the keys, though. Do you that love that my good. papers are always on the keyboard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can type nothing during the show. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so there's a handful there. We will post a link, uh, or not a link, uh, the list for you of all the Emacs games that you can play. Um, Jot will post those into the chat room for you if you want to give it a go. Another thing I love is, have you ever been typing away, type, 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 and there's a typo that's a common typo, like the, I I often get T-E-H. Okay, yes. Stuff like that. In the terminal, L-S is typically your, um, your list, your files, like a directory listing of files. Okay. So sometimes people will type S-L, by accident, accident as they're trying to type ls and hit enter right right so it's fun to to play with that and somebody had the great idea let's take sl and let's actually make it into a command so that as people type it it will uh, it will do something a little bit silly so sudo apt get install sl if you already have it you can just type sl but we don't have it so this is just to demonstrate that hey on debian you can get all these fun things so, what does SL possibly stand for? Any guesses? Uh, SL? Yeah. Sasha Lee. There you go. So, uh, an, a high ASCII. We're going to have to make a high ASCII <laughs> version of her face and just have it pop up on the face and go, boo. <laughs> it's a steam locomotive. Oh. So, okay. So, we're typing away and we type in away and we type SL by accident. And what happens in our terminal? But a steam locomotion. Oh, that is cool. Comes across the screen and just instantly returns us back. Not my face. Silly, silly thing. Okay. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) But we like jokes. Sudo apt get install fortune. And let's actually get some fortunes. Fortune fortunes. Yeah. Fortune is the application. Fortunes 
are the actual fortunes. They're not actually fortunes. They're jokes and little quips and like, silly little things like that. Are they what you would find in a fortune cookie? No, no, nothing like that. Like um, puns and oh, okay. uh, you know how many people would it take to screw in a light bulb kind of thing. And right. Those kinds of silly things. Okay, right? so I'm ready. with fortune installed, we can just simply type fortune at the terminal and respect is a rational process. Okay, do another one. Another one. DOS, a small, annoying boot virus that causes random, spontaneous system crashes, usually just before saving a massive project, easily, easily cured, cured by, by Unix. See also MS-DOS, IBM-DOS, Dr. DOS. That's funny because that, that is- shows how old Linux is as far as its age, right? Because the how- jokes, like it's a joke that was probably written in the DOS 3.something days. How old is DOS? DOS? Or Linux. How old is Linux? Linux? Well, you, Unix is, Linux? is much older. Linux uh, is uh, from the late 90s. Okay. So, so it's it's new. It's yeah. not old. Fairly new. It's not old. Not really new. From the 90s. It's not old. But it's based old. on Unix I'm in a way. from the 80s. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're young. We're young. We're young. So, okay, that's, that's silly, right? That's awesome. So we want to have a little bit more fun with it, and we want to have a cow do some stuff. So we're going to go sudo apt-get install cow say. Just like it sounds. Cow say? We want to have a cow say stuff. <laughs> so uh, let's just kind of go down here and say cow say. Sasha is awesome. Is the cow going to say? Cow will say it. You let's ready? see. Moo. There he is. <laughs> Happy ASCII cow. That is funny. All right, so now let's have some more fun and say fortune. We know what that does. Beware of low-flying butterflies. <laughs> and then we're going to pipe, because this is what we can do with Linux, into cow say. So now... Oh, the cow is going to say the fortune. What does the cow say? <laughs> Try to value useful qualities in one who loves you. Aww. Right? So we've piped... The the fun joke or whatever, yeah, yeah, and then piped it into the cow because that see and and see I'm vegetarian, so this is all good. good. He's a nice cow. He's a nice cow. Nobody's gonna slaughter this cow. No, he says nice things. Mm -hmm. This cow. Okay. So those are just kind of fun little things, and I and as I think about ASCII, high ASCII, this was you know something that was a lot of fun when I was young. Was we didn't necessarily have graphics. And graphical interfaces, so everything was created by ASCII characters. Um, Children, was, can you imagine? I was a bulletin board service administrator. Yeah, okay. Hey, put down your iPhone. Listen up, kids. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn you a little bit. Uh, I, I was a BBS operator, and, and you know the closest things to graphics that we had were door games, and they were just based of, basically made of blocks, right? But then there came a point where even ASCII artwork became pretty darn good. Right. Like this cow. That's not really a great example of high-quality ASCII artwork. Are you it's talking cute. about, like, really good Etch-a-Sketch artwork? Like, the difference Kinda. between regular Etch-a-Sketch difference... and, like, master Etch-a-Sketchers? Well, Re- except ASCII, I don't know if you noticed with the cow, he is made up entirely of keyboard keys. I did notice that. You can draw that with your keyboard. I noticed that specifically with the W. I was like, oh, that's a W, not an utter. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. That's the quote for tonight's show. (laughs) Oh, look, it's a W, not an utter. (laughs) 
Sasha Dermatis. So there we go. (laughs) (laughs) That's what ASCII characters are. They're basically keyboard keys, and some of them are higher keys. Like the boxes can be in the, you know, in a UTF or whatever. What's a UTF? Like a different... I do know what a UTF is. They're not keys on an alphabetical keyboard, but they're keys, they're letters, I guess you would say, in a way, sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So... ASCII art was pretty primitive when I was young, but then it started to get really, really good because they were trying to get gaming going, right? Right. Gaming, and people didn't have a desktop environment, Windows or anything like that. It was, it was you had a Linux terminal. So there were a couple of good demonstrations that came out. I want to show you one that's pretty good. Uh, apt-get install, and I need a sudo because I need to be super user. sudo apt-get install bb. As simple as that. And you know these things are going to run. So considering with ASCII art, you know that it is everything is basically based on what is available on, on your keyboard. So stuff that you could type to create ASCII art. Okay. Okay. So now if I type BB, it's going to blow your mind. Ready. Because remember, it's all done using keys from your keyboard. It's percolating. Oh, pre-calculating. <laughs> all right. Okay. What's happening? Yeah. This is freaking me out. This should be the beginning of a crazy. But it's text, right? You see it. If you freeze frame, it's all text. Okay. Zipping by on your screen, looking like television static if you stand back a little bit from your 60 inch television screen. Way back in Antarctica. And then, whoa. Oh. All of a sudden. Look at that. And it's all made up of text. We are in the Matrix. Text mode. Linux. Uh, what? Whoa. That is cool. Is that not trippy? That is awesome. That is called BB, and it's just simply a demonstration of, uh, it's That's called like the AA Lib Engine. World's best screensaver. Right, but it's all made with text. Yeah. Every little dot is a character on your keyboard. That's really neat. Crazy. I'm not going to let it play because I want you to install it and check it out. It's pretty neat. I just for the rest see. of the hour we'll actually just be watching the yeah, screen. We're, we're just going to leave it up and just, <laughs> the end. It actually hypnotizes you. Yeah. Uh, but that was the demonstration of AA Lib. Mhm. What is this? Mm. What? Sticker. Oh, nice. <laughs> Want one? We'll give one away a little Yay. later in the show. Okay. So with ASCII, what else can you do? Okay? We're we're just kind of excited about this whole technology, the new technology that has just come out called ASCII. Let's do something really, really fun. Are you a Star Wars fan? Um. <laughs> I love your reactions. <laughs> Check this out. If you're net connected, type in in the terminal telnet space towel dot blink en lights dot nl. Hit enter and enjoy. Oh. All right. Now, what that's going to do... I feel like So Long and Thanks for All the Fish is from something else. It's from the, the, the big book where the dolphins say something about fish. Dude, I have no idea what you're saying. Somebody knows what I'm saying. The, but I'm going to tell you. Guide to the Galaxy. That's what it is. Check it out. You <gasps> can watch the entire no Star Wars movie in ASCII. Wow. Hello. That is cool. And it gets cooler. And again, I'm not going to let this play because I want you to check it out 
This is pretty neat stuff. Entirely rebuilt in ASCII. Okay, this is coming through. Come on, fast forward, skip over all this text. It's just like the real movie. You've got to wait for the text to fly by. You Here can't fast forward that? No, it's ASCII. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a real movie, Sasha. There you go. Oh. Now, just imagine... Okay, you guys got to check this out, right? Because you know the movie. I don't know You know, know what movie. it's meant to... And it's, the whole movie is done in ASCII. And I mean it. Like, I can, actually, <laughs> I can actually highlight the text and copy it to my clipboard. That's hilarious. It's literally text. Okay. Wow. Isn't Somebody, awesome? like, at 4 o'clock in the morning was just oh, like, my goodness. one more frame. They, <laughs> I cannot fathom how much work something like that would be. Holy That is just Hannah. ridiculous. But I wondered what we would look like in ASCII art. That would be kind of neat, wouldn't it? Is there a thing you can do? Can you? (laughs) Is there a thing? Is there a thing? Is there a thing, she says. What do we have here? Okay. So there we are. Last week's episode, okay? So what I'm going to do, this is VLC. You remember we looked at this last week? Mm -hmm. VLC, okay? So I'm just going to pause that, and I'm going to go into (laughs) tools, preferences, video, and look at this. Output, I'm going to change it to... ASCII art video output. Hit save and close. Okay. Open your video again. You're going to have a window that is AA for X, and we have a fully converted ASCII version of Category 5. That is incredible. I am is that Sasha not crazy? Remember, it's all we're going to see done using plain text. There's your face in ASCII. My mind is blown. I want that to be my profile picture. It's fully animated. Look at wow. that. Wow. Get in closer and you, you won't imagine. How, how is that even possible? Wow. See? They're just numbers and characters and everything zipping around. I'm speechless. Wonderful. Isn't that wonderful? Holy. Blows our minds. And huh. that, folks, is the evolution of ASCII. Kind of some fun stuff to do with our terminal and then VLC as well, just to check it out, just for kicks. That is really amazing. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed. Wow. All right. Ready for it? Ready. All right. The news. The news. Here we go. Here are the top stories from the Category5.tv newsroom. Community Health Systems, one of the largest hospital operators in the U.S., announced that hackers stole about 4.5 million records with patients' names, addresses, birth data, phone numbers, and social security numbers. The company says the data was stolen in attacks that occurred between April and June 2014, and the hackers gained access to data from anybody who was referred to or received services from any doctor affiliated with the community health systems. Holy cow. That is huge. The only good news about this breach is that the hackers did not gain access to any medical records. Community Health Systems believes that the attack originated from China and that hackers used a highly sophisticated malware technology to attack the company's systems. The company notes that these attacks typically go after intellectual property like medical device and equipment development data. This time around, however, the hackers went after personal records, and why wouldn't they? Community Health Systems will offer identity theft protection to all the patients whose data was stolen, which is really anybody who had been there at all. Yeah, and the map demonstrates where yeah. they're located, where where 
people have their data stolen from. That's insane. That's everything about you. Can you? Yeah, exactly. Can you read the last line for me, please? Community health systems will offer identity theft protection to all the patients whose data was stolen. Okay, excuse me. Am I going to trust them with identity theft protection? No. When all my identity has already been stolen from them? Everything about you. 4.5 million people. Like when you sit down and you fill out those forms. Yeah. Right? And they get inputted into mm-hmm. the computer, but you yep. fill out the forms. You trust. Yes. And not only that, they're explicit. Like those questions are about everything. So yep. yeah, your social security number, your your address, your birthday, yeah. your full name. Full so I name. Hope, I hope none of you are affected by this, but four point five million, that's a lot of people. Here's something, okay? The, the this is not a small organization. No. The community health systems, right? governance of basically just how many hundreds of institutions and the fact is is that when i program a databasing system mm-hmm. i'm dealing with customers who are working on a local scale and they're doing you know small time stuff it might be you know it, it could be a couple thousand dollars spent kind of thing whatever it's a nice website and people are inputting information if there is any data being collected by the system, guess what? It is encrypted. It is not reversible by any means that could be reversed by a hacker easily because there should be salts and, and keys that are stored offline that are not accessible in the database so that if someone got a hold of the entire database, they only have a half of the picture, I shouldn't be able to decrypt it from the same database that I just stole. So this only happened because somebody really wasn't doing their job. Who built the system that is holding this data? And why has it why is it archaic? Why mm-hmm. is it based on technologies when nobody understood how to, to have cryptographically sound data storage? Yeah, now they know. At your loss, now they know. Yeah. Well, but they'll provide you with identity theft protection. What does it mean anymore when they've well, already got your identity? Now's the time to to take on a new identity <laughs> you kind of need it yeah because it, and 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 it's scary because you think okay well it's nothing has happened Ooh, phew well guess what all of those 4.5 million people are now in a database somewhere that is being yeah. sold and they're not being sold 4.5 million at a time because nobody can afford that oh. they're being sold a thousand at a time to businesses and and hackers and malicious people, it make, fraudsters. It makes me worry because I know that I am also equally at risk because I don't know what sort of security is behind the places I give sure. my most valuable information to. Yeah, There's no way of knowing, really. That's frightening. Okay. When an infectious disease starts spreading, it seldom takes its time. And when that infection is called Ebola, any delay in halting its spread can take a very real toll on human lives. The trouble, of course, is that it takes time for people to even figure out that an outbreak outbreak has occurred. Thankfully, machines are getting smarter. Nine days before the World Health Organization announced the African Ebola outbreak now making headlines, an algorithm had already spotted it. HealthMap, a data-driven mapping tool developed out of Boston Children's Hospital, detected a mystery hemorrhagic We had this discussion, didn't we? Yes, hemorrhagic fever. I thought we should use phonetics. Okay. And we're going to call it 
Hemorrhagic. Fever. Yes, hemorrhagic. Uh, can, can, does this, see, oh, I wish that, that we oh, could let's do. Go back to you. Can we get close enough? Hemorrhagic. I don't know. <laughs> I should have done my nails. It's quite the word anyway. After, it's a hemorrhage <laughs> of sorts. Okay, so detected a mystery hemorrhagic fever after mining thousands of web-based data sources for clues. These data sources included news reports, social media, international health organizations, government websites, and even personal blogs of healthcare workers operating in affected areas. The team's custom-built web, web crawler traverses RSS feeds and APIs, analyzing the text from these content sources for disease-related terminology and clues about geography. Very smart. Fortunately, HealthMap applies machine learning algorithms to filter out irrelevant information like posts about Bieber, Bieber fever, <laughs> <laughs> which is happening in Canada and the States. The, uh, Fortunately, <laughs> I have never caught that one. The Bieber fever? No. I guess I, I'm immune. Was, yes, I was inoculated, I think. <laughs> the team behind HealthMap is busily working on improving its filtering algorithms and adding new sources of data. Check out healthmap.org to see the map and keep us one up on infectious diseases. That is great. It is. I mean, the service itself is really, really neat. Um, kind of a, the most incredible aggregator of health information to be able to determine that there's an outbreak happening even before the World Health Organization figured it out. It is scary, though. It's scary. It's really. A little, well, like the if system? it were in that. Or the, yeah, well... Obviously, it's, Ebola is, is yeah, Ebola. But, Ebola is scary. Yeah. It's I. I just I guess I I think that it's probably one of those things where it could create like false uh, like it's scary because it. What if there was a flaw in it and all of sure. a sudden you thought there was going to be an outbreak in and something? Do, like, yeah, and do we base our what? lives on looking at a website that says, "Oh, look, there's something coming"? Like I'm just us. picturing like, like CNN. Like yeah. and they're crazy. I guess there's that, but but think about <laughs> weather forecasts and how those have changed over the past That's ten, true. fifteen years. And now we can look at a, a satellite map and we see the infrared of the storm coming toward us. Right. And so yeah, it's a little scary because you see this massive storm coming in, but it can protect people. Right. And sometimes it's you know dissipates before it gets to you, but it's the same sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But you're seeing the 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 knowledge health. Uh, mm-hmm. risks and, and outbreaks and things coming. And knowledge is power, so mm-hmm. thank goodness the but computers scary, are getting... Sure. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd stay away from it if you are afraid of that kind of thing. Probably mm-hmm. not good. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Here's great news. Oh, this is neat. Here's great news for parents for and parents not so only. great news for teens. <laughs> okay, let's, let's do this. Do not ignore my calls. <laughs> Sharon Stanford wanted her kids... Oh, was I supposed to do something? You're supposed to read the next line. Oh, oopsie. Let's go back. (laughs) (laughs) Control-Alt-Delete. Do not ignore my calls. Or what? Or I will lock your phone. Aha. Sharon Stanford wanted her kids to show a little respect. Her teens tended to do what teens do. She called them on their cell phones, and their natural instinct was to press ignore. (laughs) What's a mom to do? Get mad or get spectacularly, ingeniously even. (laughs) I said that word wrong. She chose the latter. She began to consider what sort of app would get her teens to see the light. The result was ignore no more. The charming addition to her children's phones did something very simple. If the kids didn't pick up on mom's calls, the app locks their phones. 
Nice. Her, yeah. <laughs> um, her website explains the app in a charming way. When you lock your child's phone with Ignore No More, your child has two options. He or she can call you back or call an emergency responder. No calls to friends, no texts, no games, no nothing until they call you back. No Facebook. Sorry, kids. <laughs> when they do, you can choose to unlock their phone or not. How's that for <laughs> parental control? Ignore No More is currently available only on Android and costs a mere dollar ninety nine. That is that's, incredible. That's smart, and it's one of those things where it's why didn't they think of that? And mm-hmm. it, it's neat to it's neat when something comes out and you think, wow, that's really really kind of clever. I love it. But I know the flaw in this software. What is the You've flaw? You've got siblings. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So imagine teenage Sasha's out on a date. Right. Or hanging out with friends or something. Mm-hmm. And younger sibling is sitting at home with access to mom and dad's phone. Mm-hmm. And they are going to call you and... And call and call and call. And finally you're going to go... And ignore. Now your phone is locked. Well, you could just leave it on. And now you got to call back. And the yeah. kid won't... And the kid leaves the phone off the hook. Mm-hmm. See? Fatal flaw in the software. Right or, there. you know what, teens, if you're watching this and your parents have installed Ignore No More and your evil younger sibling has called <laughs> you and is taunting you, leave the phone on and put it on mute and put it back in your purse. Or your pocket, assuming. Did you just I, hack the whole system? Yeah. Well, you know. Wow. Just leave your phone oh, running. Look at that. She's just on the phone. And usually you can access all of your apps while a phone while call is... While talking on the yeah, phone? Yeah. So just leave it running on mute. And meanwhile, your parents sorry, are paying Sharon for the Stanford. minutes. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Sharon. <laughs> I have no children. I was once a child, however. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a good thing they didn't have smartphones when you were a kid. That's right. Be hacking it. Are you having trouble finding that perfect cup of coffee? Craft mm. Coffee may be able to help. They've come up with a way to connect their customers with roasters and beans that they'll love. Craft Coffee has been around since around 2011. Offering up a coffee subscription service designed to help users discover new roasts from around the country. It partners with dozens of different independent roasters to source beans and deliver them to to customers that would probably never have heard of them otherwise. The subscription commerce model for the coffee itself isn't exactly novel. But what is interesting about Craft Coffee is that it's used data from all of its previous sales as well as what it knows about different roasters to create a new discovery model based on what it calls the Coffee DNA Project. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Having shipped more than 50,000 pounds of coffee already, Craft Coffee, Craft, I should say, with C-R-A-F-T, not Craft right. as in Yeah, it's dinner. not the Craft Company. Yeah. yeah, just so that you know, it's not mm-hmm. Craft Dinner, it's Craft Coffee. Has, large, has a large database. Like Craft Beer. Right. Just put that out there. Right, Craft like Beer. Craft Beer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Of what people have tried and loved already. It also surveyed coffee drinkers to find out more about its customers' taste preferences and create an algorithm that helps them to discover new roasts to buy. New customers just sign up and take a short survey to tell Craft Coffee what coffee they drink now and if they're looking for something similar or something new and different. They then choose the price level and delivery schedule as well as whether they prefer whole or ground beans. This is something I would love. That's kind of cool. I, okay, it's like let speed me, dating for coffee. Let me explain to you, and this will lead right into this container here. All right. Okay. 
this is how I get my coffee. I am particular about the coffee I love. I love Jamaican coffee. Okay. I It's not Blue Mountain coffee because that is hoity-toity and really expensive. However, not... Sorry. I like High Mountain Coffee, which is just below Blue Mountain Coffee. And you can get it in the grocery stores in Jamaica for like ultra cheap. You can't get it in Canada and you can't get it shipped from Jamaica. Oh. You can, however, go to Jamaica twice a year there you <laughs> and, go. and bring back. I can't remember how many pounds of coffee you can bring back. I, I max out, though. I think it's like 20 pounds. You bring of- 20 pounds of coffee back with you from Jamaica? Yes. I only go awesome. once or twice a year. <laughs> And then I just... Yes, officer, it's coffee. (laughs) I don't bring anything else back. I bring back coffee. That's awesome. Yeah. I go good coffee. It's really delicious coffee. Mm -hmm. Now, I am willing to go the distance for my delicious coffee that I drink copious amounts of. Wow. Um, Now, I hear that you are not willing to go very far for your hot sauce... You're not oh right! Travel. Oh, nice segue there, Sasha. <laughs> I thought because we mentioned it last time you were on the show that we should just mention that there is a need here at Category Five TV. I mentioned the the hot sauce, my favorite hot sauce that came to us from a viewer in Barbados. Right, Barbados. First one's free now. Can't go to buy Bar- this in Canada. Yeah, go to Barbados. First one's free. Empty. It, I bet you it Please. was delicious. Oh, it was so good. You want to smell this? There's yeah. still the smell, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. That's good. Oh, so now Robbie has to go to Barbados. I got to go to Barbados. Because I go to Jamaica. Or maybe there could be a craft hot sauce company that would deliver hot sauce to your Subliminal needs. Subliminal requests there. Yeah. Nicely done. I like that, Sasha. Okay. How would you like to have this up on your wall? That would be awesome, right? I would well, love it. Too bad. I have a very small one to give you. <laughs> that, <laughs> if you have a very small wall. If you have a very small wall, maybe if you're a mouse, it would be really, really cool <laughs> to have one of these. How would you get one of those, Robbie? Well, you're in the chat room, right? Everybody's in the chat room. And Everybody. you know what happens when you're in the chat room. Drawbot, when he decides to work, goes in there. And uh, you find some people that want to win a sticker. Okay, so get ready. So, here you go. You take oh, that. I'm taking it. Yeah, Sorry. i got to push the screen buttons here. Uh, here we go. Alpec and Sovereign. Serious Minor. Sorry, you go ahead. I'm, oh. I'm going to sit back and relax. <laughs> Tennessee Frank, Mick Rip, Fort Wagner, Tacos, Tachos, DJ, <laughs> Whiskey Zero, Eric1212, JP, Dennis Kelly, Popeye, Agamotto. <laughs> Popeye, I Maybe love it. Napa Polar Bear. Just throw the names by really fast <laughs> and she'll start calling people Popeye. I what was love that? it. What was it? It was Garby. Popey. It was Popeye. <laughs> Sovereign. Oh, Bob. Well. Oh, cool well. dude. McRib. It's going too fast. Pop- oh, there's Popeye. Alpac. <laughs> <laughs> Polar Bear Guy. GWG. Good luck, everybody. Dennis it's Kelly, for some Category go. 5 <laughs> stickers. These are the premium vinyl sticker types that will not leave a sticky residue. Tennessee Frank already ordered that. All right. So it's on its say. way, buddy. Come when, is it, when does it win? I when? guess there's, it's just take, it just has a lot of people to choose from. And don't die off here. Okay. Here we go. This JP, is, Rob Trees. mounting. I know. 
When? Albuquerque Turkey! Good luck, buddy! Jot. GWG! Oh, it's picking up. Oh, here we go. Make us fast. You know. Something's gonna happen Drawbot soon. Drawbot is about to pick the name from our chat room, Category 5, Drum on Freenode. These are the real people sitting there right now having hey. a chat. <laughs> We're waiting for it. We're wow. Waiting for it, Come on, we should have started this at. We should have started it at seven and just let it run through. <laughs> Feel like just a countdown in the top right. Yeah. Oh, the winner, the winner is, is Bob K sixty four. Congratulations. Fifty four. Okay, Bob K fifty four. Not Popeye. Yeah. Oh, that Not, was funny. Yeah. Congratulations. You got some Bob stickers. Bob K fifty four. They'll look great on your laptop or your oh, yeah, stickers. Whatever you <laughs> want to do with them. There's These two of them. Stickers. One for each shade. Congratulations, Bob K fifty four. Oh, fat. All you have to do, Bob, is uh, pop us an email live at category five TV with your mailing address so that I can send it to you in a postal envelope. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. All right. Okay. We have very little time left. Do we have time for Let's a viewer question? Do you have a particular one? I want to talk about... I want to just kind of catch up oh, a little okay. bit because of your blog. Yes. And uh, one particular viewer sent us this reaction to the last time that you were on the show. Yes. This comes to us from Tim Keeling, Timothy Keeling from Overland Park, Kansas. And Timothy says, Robbie, don't forget to mention and warn people about the trolls when blogging. Do you know what trolls are? We're going to talk about that. All I know about trolls is that they tend to eat belly goat's gruff. <laughs> They're all over the internet. Have courage. This is to you. Have courage okay. and ignore the people that take pleasure in giving you pain. To become successful, you will have to grow a skin of leather. I don't want a skin of leather. Not literally. My last name already sounds like I already suffer with a skin of leather. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, And this goes for you. If you're going to blog, if you're going to start up a YouTube channel, it's true. And I thank you, Timothy, for the email. Uh, People are trolls sometimes. Not you. I I know you're not. I can can choose to erase trolly people. Yes, absolutely. And that's sometimes what you have to do. It's, It's a tragedy, but... Not everyone's going to agree with everything that we say here on the show. Not everyone's going to agree with our blogs. Right. And so you're bound to get haters, if you will. <sighs> People that will go on and say, oh, this is stupid. This is stupid. Here's my personal plea. I got plea. one this week. Yeah. You have you had one? Here's I my, got a really good one. Here's my personal plea to you. If you don't like my blog, say nothing at all. The end. It's not going to work. See? Because the person, it, it, haters and trolls, uh, the reason that they're, they're called trolls is they show up, they're nobody, they don't know you, they don't know the show, they don't know the blog, they don't right. know anything about you, they read a couple of paragraphs and they say, oh, this is stupid. They're trolls. They're just, they just have... They're bullies. They have something in their life that's troubling them and they feel like they need to take it out on the internet peeps. I feel like that would be highly inappropriate because my blog is about love and happiness and... And, and sometimes nice that things. doesn't that make us open to being trolled mm-hmm. because you're almost vulnerable. It happened to, to it. you this week. Uh, yeah, we we sometimes get it, but um, I I quite often get hits on YouTube people that are haters, and that's okay. I understand. 
that that's part of what we do. Um, but yeah, you do have to be strong about it. I think in the first few years, um, and I and I know some of my peers in broadcasting have been through it. And you you watch their Twitter Twitter feeds, and sometimes there are reactions on their Twitter feeds where they're, you know, you stupid trolls need to stop trolling my channel and stuff like. That. I don't do that because I feel like it's it's personal and it's not something that I need to share with mm-hmm. uh, with my public, if you will. Um, but you do see it sometimes on on places like YouTube and on blogs and on okay. Twitter and stuff. Basically what I call haters. But um and so you just kinda it's gotta be water off a duck's back. Okay. And when I get it, that's how I have to take it. Otherwise it becomes personal and it's not personal. Uh, and that's that would be the best advice I could give. Don't mm-hmm. ever take it personally. It's not it's not you, it's them. Right. So just watch out for that kind of stuff. Be careful. Like Timothy Keeling from Overland Park, Thank Kansas you, says watch out for the trolls. They're there. Grow a skin of leather, figuratively speaking. Figuratively, not literally. Wear sunscreen. Oh, yes, wear sunscreen. Right. <laughs> and uh, I think that's really good advice. And so thank you very much, Timothy. Yes, and have a great week. I don't, can you believe we're out of time? <laughs> wow, that went fast. It's really nice to see you. Love the shirt. Thank you. This is awesome. Limited I, edition right there. Here I am. I hope um, you've got one. It's really warm in here right now, but I think yeah, it's cool outside. nice sweaters, so. eh? It, yeah, it's comfortable yeah. and warm. <laughs> That's what you want for it's sitting around really the campfire warm. and relaxing in the cool. The fall is coming, so it's kind of perfect timing, so that works out mm-hmm. well. The right. fall, yeah, the leaves have already started Optimist. changing. Said, Don't say that. <laughs> you said Now you just turned me into a pessimist. Talking like that. The leaves are not changing. <laughs> Hours up, Robbie. It's August. <laughs> Do we have to end the show sad? Oh, we were so happy. Beautiful fall colors. You are being a troll. Beautiful fall colors. What are you talking about? I look about? forward to They're it in on, the fall. They're still on the trees. It's a month away, Sasha. <laughs> it's a month away. Bye, everybody. Have a wonderful week. See you next week. Sasha will be back. I'll be back. So be here, Category5.tv, and I'll see you next Tuesday night. Bye. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the show. Category 5 TV broadcasts live from Barrie, Ontario, Canada every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching this on demand or through cable TV, check out the local showtimes in your area at Category5.tv and find out when you can watch live and interact in the community chat room. Category 5 is a production of Prodigy Digital Solutions and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 2.5 Canada. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in.